At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The biggest games of the football season are coming, and Bet Rivers is introducing new parlay features just in time for the playoff push. For your next bet, try a new multi-game parlay and combine bets across games to make your perfect combo. Combine player props, game bets, and even different same-game parlays into one multi-game parlay. Make your parlay today at BetRivers. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com to place your bet. This is the D.C. CityCast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by BetRivers. DC City Cast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Frank Hanran from VSIN Thursday edition. Great to be back with you. Hope everybody's doing well and bracing yourself for yet another round of snow on Sunday. <laughs> Which, oh, by the way, it's just going to be rain, so let's not freak out. Let's not panic. Let's not run for the hills. Love just terrorizing us with the, the chance that there's going to be some snow. But I tell you this. This wannabe meteorologist says, don't worry about Sunday. Just going to be some rain, maybe a little bit of snow, but the rain will wash it away because that's what they add on the end. Oh, by the way, there could be rain, which would probably wash away the snow. So uh, coming up here on the D.C. City Cast, presented by Bed Rivers, we're going to dive into the playoff games this weekend. We're going to touch on some college hoops. And we also want to uh, update you on the Wizards, who, in fact, that's what we're going to lead off with. Because the last time we chatted on Tuesday, I gave out the Wizards, and this was recorded uh, many hours before word that Bradley Beal, yet again, had to go into COVID-19 protocols. 
And at the time, I said, take the Wizards minus nine against Oklahoma City, which they won, but they did not cover. In fact, because Beal was out, the line went down to six. And I gave that out thinking that Beal was going to play, so I scratched that off of my ticket because in real time, there's no way I'm going to take uh, the Wizards at minus nine with no Bradley Beal. And they eked out a victory uh, against a lowly Oklahoma City Thunder team. They eked out a victory against Orlando last night. There was a push. Line closed at uh, Wizards minus six at Bet River Sportsbook, and they only won by six, 112-106. So they've won three straight, the Wizards have, against Orlando, bad team, Oklahoma City, bad team, and then Orlando, bad team, which got Kyle Kuzma, who's actually been playing really well for the Wizards, to tweet three in a row with that little shrug emoji, which maybe he's just trying to... Troll folks, because when you beat Orlando twice and uh, Oklahoma City and two of these three wins are at home, I don't think that's anything to brag about. So, But hey, they're off to a good start on this homestand, are the uh, Wizards. So give them credit. They're winning games they should. Now they're not covering. (laughs) At least I know the last three games, they have not covered the line. Uh, At Orlando, I think they're minus seven and a half. Not a cover. Against uh, Oklahoma City, it closed at minus six and a half. Did not cover. Um, And then last night against Orlando was a push. So, uh, yeah, they're not the best team right now to uh, put your money on. And let me see. I think they have – they got the Portland Trailblazers coming to town on Saturday. And that should be – of victory but you never know by the way how far have the blazers fallen they get this new coach they had controversy with chauncey billups i know i'm going off on a tangent but they stink they're gonna blow it all up dame lillard's still there but they're not good way under 500 they were just in the playoffs last year and they were saying oh we gotta we gotta make a change to get over the hump (laughs) they're going yeah the hump is is going farther down and they're they're sliding way into into the the ground. They're not even getting close to getting over the hump. Um, so sometimes you just you know you, you immediately regret decisions, and I'm sure the Portland Trailblazers are doing that. Not only sticking with Lillard and company, but bringing in, in in Chauncey Billups, and that's who the Wizards get on Saturday. I'm guessing the Wizards will probably be in the seven. <clears throat> excuse me, seven-point area. Because I think Lillard's out for a while, too. Boy, does Portland suck. So many bad teams in the NBA. It's a tough product right now to watch, don't you think? I was trying to uh, check out the Wizards the last couple games, and it's just, uh, boy, it seems like these guys are just doing just enough, especially the home team, because we watch them. Yeah, you've won three straight, but they're just hard to de- describe as a as a unit. Like, there's really no um, identity. And maybe that's because they're still trying to find it. Two games over, 500. You know, Kyle Kuzma, like I said, give him credit, playing very good basketball. Spencer Dinwiddie, even though he really uh, takes a lot of time off the shot clock and two straight games, zero turnovers, I still don't know what to make of his game. He hits some shots against uh, Orlando, 17 points, zero turnovers. Um, but his uh, his decision-making is a little curious at times. Uh, 
does like to dribble the ball for like 15 seconds at times. And no Bradley Beal yet again. And Wizards, by the way, 6-2 and two without him. Um, and again, there was discussion this week about should the Wizards max him out, yada, yada. Of course they will. Of course they will. Unless a team comes along with six first-round picks. And I guess I guess Beal does have a, the option, right, to go somewhere else, but for less money. You really going to do that? And I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but that just came up as a topic this week about the future of the squad because they are at the halfway mark. And, you know, Beal can basically do whatever he wants um, next year. But I don't think he's I don't think he's walking away from all the money that the Wizards can offer. It's like two hundred and fifty four million dollars. Now, I know you want to be a winner. I know you want to be in a winning spot. But that's not guaranteed if you go to a winning spot. What's guaranteed is a $254 million. Also, this week with the Wizards was the alleged fight between uh, Caldwell Pope and Harrell after the game, or actually at halftime of the Oklahoma City Thunder game. Which we we sort of had to discuss in that Deron Payne-Jonathan Allen fight on the Washington football side. Where... Nothing was done by the coaching staff. They went right back in. And I guess I'm getting old because I immediately thought. I didn't think about what Harold posted, by the way. Harold was pissed that it was leaked by somebody in the locker room. There are only so many people in the locker room. So it was either a teammate or a coach or, or somebody in the front office that immediately got on their phone and texted Sham Sharania and said, hey, there was a fight just now. It's not a good look. Why would you do that? For what purpose? Who are you trying to embarrass? Are you trying to embarrass one of the players? Are you trying to embarrass your franchise? There's a mole in the locker room, and it's only 42 games in, so that's not good. But I digress, because if I'm a coach, if I'm Wes Unsell Jr., I don't play those guys in the second half if the report was accurate and that actual punches were thrown. And this old, oh, this happens all the time, highly competitive, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can yell and scream at your teammate. Yeah, you can maybe, you know, hold me back type situations. But when there's actual, like, punches being thrown at halftime of a NBA game and they go back in like nothing happened, that to me is strange. Like, that should be bench the rest of the game and uh, we'll get back to thinking about next game but it's a different time man it's a different world and and with all the money you i'm sure there's pressure by management hey you can't bench these guys we're paying x y and z they're key components of our team they got to get back out there but if i'm the head coach and i want respect i'm sort of meddling it's my first year we're at 500 and i got guys fighting i say i can't deal with this what are we doing here you can't you guys can't play for the second half it's almost the exact same thing with Allen and Payne you just can't play for me right now because you're fighting like in the lock you're literally if again if the reports are true that they were throwing bows you can't play for me at least for the next half just can't do it and I know it's a very competitive and edgy situation Harrell has been pissed off because he was out for so many games because of COVID-19. Pope, 
I guess didn't find him on a break or something right near the end of the half. Pissed Harrell off, and they had words walking to the tunnel, walking to the locker room, and then that broke out into actual fists, allegedly. Now, that's some high-level, like, angerness, right? Is that right? Is that a word? Angerness? High-level angry. When you're that annoyed by somebody not passing you the ball. And that made me think, like, have I ever, or have you ever, you know, in your competitive life, been close to throwing blows with a teammate? Again, a teammate. Yes, many times. Opponents. But I can't think of, I'm sure I've had shouting matches, absolutely, with teammates, but none to the point of, because, you know, I played at such a high level. <laughs> We're talking like men's league games now. Yeah, you, you bark at each other, but again, the fact that they were swinging, I would have benched them. But Wes Unsell Jr. did not do that. Uh, but again, they're on a three-game winning streak. Things are okay. They should make it four against Portland. They got a slew of games at home against uh, mediocre ball clubs. But I guess my biggest takeaway from this week and this winning streak is they are doing just enough to win. And that's okay for now. But I look at the talent level. I look at the, again, this is with Beal, okay, if Beal is healthy. They're not terrible. I think they actually should be a little bit over, heavier over 500. Maybe five or six games over 500 so they can make a run and, and get into the playoffs. We have also touched on Davis Bertans and his inability to score the ball, making $17, $18 million a year. He had zero points again last night. So this is like seven or eight games of 42 that one of your highest paid players hasn't scored. <laughs> Got Kyle Kuzma out here only making $13 million, playing his butt off, doing things the right way, producing making clutch shots and he is getting paid peanuts comparatively to your other guys. And that's, I think as fans, we just want to see some actual production when you're making the big bucks. I'm not trying to hate on Davis Bertans, but man, he just, he got one over on this franchise and now he's virtually untradeable. Or two years ago, the debate was one or two first round picks for Davis Bertans when he was on that heater for like 50 games. And now he is literally just not going to play much, I bet, in the second half of the season. He'll only come in for three-point spot shots when they need threes. End of the game for free throws. That's where his unique talent will come into play for this squad. What an awful signing for all that money. But I, I just want to pass it on because... I, I always check the box score for Davis Bertans, and it's quite something. How many games he has scored zero points, and again, he did that last night against the uh, Orlando Magic. And I don't want to get on how bad Orlando is. They are 7-35, and but I just want to mention 5-20 and away. And again, good for the Wizards to defend their home court. Wizards are 12-7 and in D.C., so, for the most part, they're defending home court. Again, Kuzma was big, 19 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, return of Thomas Bryant, how about that? Had been out like over a year after that ACL. I like his energy. I like his motor. Sound like Jay Billis. But he had six points in 12 minutes of play. 
Neto. Hey, and Neto's showing at 15 points. And, uh, you know, the bench isn't so bad with Abdiam Harrell. Now Bryant, it's a pretty deep team when you're going 11 uh, deep. Uh, yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah, 11 guys played last night. So hopefully they're starting to round into form. Remember they got off to that great start, which seems like uh, months ago it really was, 10-3. and three. So now they're 22-20. and 20. They get the Portland Trailblazers on Saturday, and that should be another victory. And it was a push, though, last night. They didn't cover. Three straight games, Wizards have not covered. And I do want to say, again, I gave you out Wizards two nights ago against Oklahoma City Thunder, but Beal didn't play. Still out because of COVID-19 health and safety protocols. We'll see if he comes back uh, this weekend. So I scratched that off my record because I would not have gone to the to the window or to the app and said, hey, give me the Wizards minus nine with no Beal. That doesn't make any sense. Coming up, I want to break down the NFL playoffs. I want to get into some college hoops. Maryland basketball played last night. Georgetown is in action later. And I sort of had, is it an epiphany? An epiphany about the Washington football's new nickname. It, it kind of came to me uh, yesterday. I want to get into that as well. That is all straight ahead on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 DC CityCast rolls on. It's presented by Bet Rivers. I'm your host, Frank Hanrahan. Thursday and uh, weekend's almost here. We got NFL playoffs, a slew of them, three straight days, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. We're going to get into some of my thoughts on those games. Also want to uh, tell you about just a, a hunch that I have about the Washington football team's nickname. Again, it's not that big of a deal to me, but something occurred where I was like, wait a second, I kind of like this nickname. So we'll jump into that in just a few minutes. I did want to touch on college basketball last night. Maryland went to Northwestern. I believe it closed at plus five and a half on Bet Rivers Sportsbook. BetRivers.com, download the app today. And the Terps almost had one of the most impressive collapses in the last 15 seconds in NCAA history. Fortunately, that did not happen. They won in double overtime. They covered the line. They get the win. It was so dicey, though, that you saw the game slip away in just an unbelievable, miraculous fashion for Northwestern. And they had a free throw that they missed that would have put them up one with seven or eight seconds left, I think. Trying to remember the ending. But I do know this. The Terps gave up six straight points uh, in a span of like three seconds. And Northwestern ties the game. They go to overtime. Had a chance to pull it out, perhaps, and cover that line. 
but they didn't, thankfully. Because if I, I'm thinking, man, if you had Maryland plus the five and a half and you don't win this game, Northwestern wins by six or seven with some free throws down the stretch. You might as well just say, you know what? I'm taking a breather. We've all been there. The bad beat, right? And it's it's kind of like I, I can't deal with these type of losses. But then you're up there the next day doing, you know, checking out the, the lines and everything. But at that moment, I was thinking, oh, I hope I don't know anybody that has the Terps plus the five and a half because you guys would have, could have, should have won. This thing should have been over. Uh, So what happened was Northwestern hits a three. I believe they were down by six with like 15 seconds left, right? So they hit a three to cut the lead to three. And then on the inbounds, Northwestern goes full court. And Maryland's trying to get the ball in. I think they almost turned it over. But one of the Terps elbows another player as they go to the floor and they go to review. And this is something I just learned last night. You know, those I was so many years old when I realized. So I had never heard of this rule. This must be a new rule because you can, as an opponent, you can ask the referees to challenge or to look at a possible, uh, what is it, um, flagrant foul. So Northwestern asked the refs to go to video and look for a flagrant foul. Whoever came up with this idea doesn't understand sports or competition. Uh, I've told you this before. I hate replay. It is just an absolute embarrassment. It needs to go away now. And I know the folks will say, "But, but hey, it's gotten a lot of important calls right. Of course it has. But it's gotten a lot of important calls wrong, made things confusing. For example, last night's Maryland game. So Northwestern hits a three. Then on the ensuing inbounds, there's a lot of commotion. And apparently Dante Scott, the Terps, throws an elbow or inadvertently throws an elbow, hits a Northwestern player in the face. Northwestern asks the refs to review it. And they call it a flagrant foul. So now Northwestern not only gets two free throws, they get the ball. So in essence, you could technically have a three-point play, hit your free throws, hit another three. You could you could have an eight-point swing because of this dumb rule. So they make the two free throws to cut the lead to one, and they get the ball with like 12 or 13 seconds left. And I believe it's Larry Nance's other kid gets fouled. <laughs> Northwestern gets fouled down by one with like six or seven seconds left, and he makes one of two. But think about this. If Northwestern makes those free throws, they're up by one, Terps come down, clang it. How is that not controversial? How is that in the spirit of sport where you go to the video monitor to see if there was a flagrant foul on an inbounds play? And looking at it, yeah, I mean, it it could have been whatever, but the fact that it wasn't called at the moment. And that's why I hate replays when you can go back and check certain things, but you can't check all things, but only this and that. There's such a fine line between what is reviewable and not what should be. And it's just all confusing. But there were so many reviews about the clock. Look, there was four tenths of a second with the game with Terps up by six. And they actually went to look at the uh, video monitor to see if a player was fouled with four tenths of a second left with the game is completely out of touch. But let's make sure we get this thing right. Northwestern had a 
couple open layups where they clearly traveled, but you can't go and challenge then go to the board and go, hell, I think they just traveled. So it's just all dumb and stupid. And if they just went back to how sports should be played with officials, with air, and you move on. But no, no, we've we the Pandora's box has been opened and it's only going to get worse. And it's sickening. It really is. <laughs> it's a shame. So it went from near disaster for Maryland to the right thing happened because they were the better team in the second half. They completely dominated and it was just too close for comfort. And they win. And if you had the Terps plus the five and a half, you exhale, you go, okay, whew, justice was served because it was. And it would have been a horrific beat if Northwestern had gone to overtime and won by six or seven. And thankfully, that was not the case. But I could just see it coming. They're up four. Terps had the ball. And thanks to Fats Russell, who was fantastic in the overtime session. He hit some big shots to keep him in it. Hit some plus ones. Hit some free throws. And that was all she wrote. And the Terps went in double overtime. So that's a big win for them. Because to be an underdog at Northwestern, and you're supposed to be a pretty decent program, you need to win those games outright. And they were five and a half point underdogs at Bed River Sportsbook which was pretty astonishing and it almost slipped away, but it didn't. That's the thing. You got to take those wins and you move on and you don't do like I do and, and think what could have been because in the moment I was absolutely. I was like, Oh, this could be terrible. And thankfully, <laughs> thankfully it was not. Uh, let's turn the page because tonight Georgetown is home. And I think last Friday I said, take the Hoyas against uh, God. They got smoked by Marquette. It was only like Marquette minus two. Unbelievable. And they lost by like 25. And tonight, no Patrick Ewing. He's in the health and uh, safety protocols, I guess. Or they said that he doesn't comply with D.C. health standards, so he can't coach. So they've got an assistant coach leading the Hoyas tonight who are actually, as I check out BetRivers.com right now, they are, uh, I believe they're favored by two. Let me just get the official uh, spread on this. Now, you know what? Butler is actually minus one and a half. Butler minus one and a half. Total is 137 and a half. Uh, Butler is minus 124. Hoyas are plus 104 on the money line. Now, after the loss against Marquette, Patrick Ewing just ripped into his squad and literally went the route of Coach John Thompson, who was his coach, Hall of Famer, recently passed, said a type of game like this will make Big John roll over in his grave. Yikes. Do the Hoyas respond tonight against Butler, who's not very good. They're a slow-down squad. Eat the clock, move it around, get all five guys going. Favored by one and a half in this spot. I'm going to go back to the well, and I'll take Georgetown plus one and a half. Going back to the well. See if there's any water down there. Take that bucket and just roll it down the string. Hopefully I can pick something up here. I'll take Georgetown plus one and a half. Let me see if that's going to be an official release. Because right now, 11 and 14 official releases. I gave out the Hoyas last Friday. They did not cover for me. So let me think about this. But my lean is Georgetown plus one and a half because it doesn't make any sense. They look terrible. Last time out against uh, Marquette. They don't have their head coach tonight. Um, and it's a tight number. I would think Butler should have been a heavier favorite. So my lean right now is the Georgetown Hoyas plus one and a half. 
Both teams, uh, what, 8-6 and six are Butler, 6-6 six and six are the Hoyas. Again, tip-off tonight at 7 o'clock, but I'll circle back to that uh, at the end of this podcast. Uh, let's talk about NFL playoffs, shall we? Because um, on Tuesday, I like the Bengals. And that number, by the way, is coming down. It's now Cincinnati minus five and a half. Like that even more against the Las Vegas Raiders. That's a kickoff Saturday at 4.30. Then uh, Saturday night, 8.15, Buffalo Bills just minus four against the Patriots. I like the Patriots in that spot at plus four. Uh, the Buccaneers minus the Niner against the Eagles. That game is Sunday at one o'clock from Tampa. So weather's not going to be an issue. Not going to be cold. Not going to be chilly. All um, systems say go Tampa Bay. So I'll go contrarian. I'll take the Eagles plus the nine. Okay. <laughs> Sunday at 430. Cowboys now down to three and a half. I think it opened up at Sportsbook. Bet River Sportsbook at Dallas minus four. So people are buying into the Niners. I, I like the Cowboys in this one. I like the Cowboys minus the three and a half. Total is also 51. It's a lot of points uh, for a playoff game. I would, I'm going to stay away from totals right now. I hate totals. I don't like doing totals. Just, it's just a crusher sometimes. Sunday night, 8-15, Kansas City minus 12.5 over the Pittsburgh Steelers. I like that funny meme that has uh, the Ben Roethlisberger retirement party. <laughs> so I'll take the Chiefs minus a 12.5 against the Steelers. I, the Chiefs are just too potent at home. Monday night, 8-15, Rams a tiny four-point favorite over the Arizona Cardinals. Now, uh, the coach for the Cardinals, um, why is his name escaping me right now, said that he expects his quarterback, Kyler Murray, to have the best game of his career against the Rams. Not to add any pressure or anything, uh, the Rams, uh, early season favorite to win the Super Bowl, and they do have home turf in this one. Both teams, turf teams, uh, total is 49 and a half. Uh, the over kind of overlooks good right there, so it may go the other way and, and go under the total of 49 and a half. But again, against the number, I kind of like the Cardinals and the money line, which is at plus 170. And of course, you can see all of this at betrivers.com. Uh, and... Um, they have this really cool feature. I've mentioned this before. Little tips link. Get this. The Cardinals have won each of their last six games as underdogs. And they are underdogs in this spot at the LA Rams. So let's see if the trend is your friend um, in this one. And uh, that's the Monday Nighter. I'm still sort of... Um, thrown off by the fact there's three days of NFL playoffs, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But to recap, because I think I said I wanted to stay away from the Cowboys game. Did I? Was it the Cowboys or the uh, – yeah, I think it was. I think I think it was. Bengals minus five and a half against the Raiders. I like the Patriots getting the points at the Bills plus four. Eagles plus the Niner. Niners plus the th- – oh, excuse me, Dallas minus three and a half. Don't want to confuse you. Chiefs minus a 12 and a half. And the Monday night capper, Cardinals plus the four. So a good mix and match. Some dogs and some favorites. That's my early lean. Tomorrow, I will give out my official release 
as to what we should do over the weekend. And the beautiful thing about this is you can trust me. You can say, yeah, I'm going to go with you or you can absolutely fade me. Doesn't matter. It's all about having fun, right? It's all about having fun, making the weekend a little bit more interesting. I have something interesting to tell you when we return here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. I had a, uh, not a come to Jesus moment, but I sort of had a aha moment when it comes to the Washington football team's nickname. I want to get into that. Put a ball on this show next on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 Thursday edition of the DC CityCast presented by Bed Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Handrahan from VEASAN. Hey, if you listen to the DC CityCast on Spotify, you can now leave us a rating. We appreciate all of your support. And uh, as I mentioned, we're about a month into this podcast. have gotten great feedback, great, uh, great momentum. So we appreciate you and, um, this is why we do this podcast. It's super hyper local. We focus on these uh, local teams, local numbers. We also focus, obviously, on some of the local stories. And one of the big ones coming up, 2222, which is on Groundhog Day, is the release of the Washington football team's nickname. And I said to you that I had sort of a, uh, a moment where it kind of dawned on me that I think all of these releases with the commanders and the other nicknames like admirals, all a ruse, misdirection, all smoke and mirrors, there's no chance it's going to be the Washington commanders. The video where they have the, what's his name? Jason Wright, director of uh, the president of the business side of things, sitting there with Ron Rivera in his office with, the leaked picture of him holding a printout of the logo of the commanders, the commanders with the people's team as part of its crest, right? It's sort of a crest logo. And on the bottom, it says the people's team. So I was just driving around and I think I heard, what was I doing? I forget, but it just sort of dawned on me. There's no way that's going to be, on your logo. It's like the Dallas Cowboys saying, hey, we're America's team. You're not going to be biting off the Cowboys by saying we're the people's team. Although they did bite off those benches. <laughs> That's a, a, a big red flag that it's not the commanders. The people's team. Really? There's just, it's just, that's, that's part of the mirage it's kind of funny, like, hey, well, this is fake, so let's make some fake stuff up and put it on the logo, like, hey, the people's team. So that was my first aha moment, like, okay, it's not the commanders. It's just too dumb, the people's team. They're not that dumb. So I think it was all set up. 
And then I start thinking about nicknames. And I don't think it's the Admirals. And that video, and I think I mentioned this a couple days ago when I sort of went on that tangent about the nickname I think it's going to be, where they kept talking about a connection to the past. There's no connection to the past when it comes to these military-type names like admirals or commanders or armada or whatever's being thrown out there. I think it leads to one option and one option only, and it's either the Washington Red Hogs or just the Washington Hogs. And there are some Twitter sleuths out there who've gone into looking into Twitter handles and Hogs is not available. Red Tails is taken. Maybe Commanders is. So the, the finalists are all taken when it comes to the handles on Twitter. I think Washington Hogs is taken. Somebody has that. But here's my point in all of this. It's actually not a bad nickname either. Simple, to the point, not taken. Yeah, I think there's some team, maybe the Razorbacks call themselves Hogs, like UVA calls themselves Wahoos, I'm not sure. But it is sort of original. Now, the Hog is not the most fascinating creature. In fact, I believe it's lazy, fat, poops where it eats, all that kind of stuff. But it's unique, and it does have a connection to the past of the offensive line. It brings up nostalgia. So I think that's what it's going to be. Now, I could be dead wrong. <laughs> I've been dead wrong many times before. But it makes perfect sense. And they could actually have a pretty cool logo. I've seen some good mock-ups online where they got that, you know, the, the hog with the, the teeth thrusting out and being an angry hog. It rolls off the tongue, too. It's not... Like Washington Commanders, just way too long. The people's team. Nope, no, can't can't be. Just can't be. It cannot be that. Admirals, what's the connection? I don't get it. Red Tails, even that actually would have been cool, but again, what's the connection to the past if it's all those names? There is none. It just leads me to believe it'll be one. The Washington Hogs as they release it on Groundhog Day. Now, people have made that statement before and the connection, so that's that's just another person like me adding to that fire. I think it's going to be the Washington Hogs. I don't even think it'll be red. It'll just be hogs. Let's go hogs. Right? So there you go. That's my thinking on that. Absolutely. That's what it's going to be. Makes perfect sense. Makes absolutely perfect sense. <laughs> We shall see on 2 two twenty two, And that'll be the last time I'll talk about the logos and the nicknames because I profess to say, yeah, it's really not a big deal to me, but just a couple of days ago, I had this feeling, this inclination, and I had to share it with you. So if it's anything else, it's all, it's all good. But, you know, doing my own little homework, I, I just, I would, be, I would be so stunned if they went with the commanders and had that logo where it said the people's team. And I think that was the dead giveaway. Dead giveaway that it's not going to be that. But like I said, we'll see. We shall see. All right. I might as well just give you out Georgetown tonight. Why not? Official release. And plus, uh, plus one and a half as we put a ball in here on the DC City cast. Uh, there's actually a juicy NBA game tonight. The Warriors are getting two at the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Um, so that was my other thinking was, should I give that game out or do the Hoyas? I'll take the Hoyas plus the one and a half at home. No coach. They're terrible. Doesn't make any sense. Stinky line. Give me Georgetown plus, is it one and a half or two? I'm checking Bed Rivers again. I think it's just one and a half. I would have liked the bucket. Would have loved to have a bucket. It's just one and a half right now. So we'll check back with you tomorrow, see how we did. Uh, documented 11 and 14. And tomorrow we will give out the weekend picks. You can ride or you can fade. It doesn't matter to me, but we'll have fun with it. Make the weekend a little more interesting. I want to thank you for checking me out here on the DC CityCast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. Uh, let's stay healthy. We'll check back in with you tomorrow. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. See ya. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.